Hi, I'm Hannah from Plus Size Versus Reality and welcome to Season 3, Episode 6, The Barista Artist. This week's episode is sponsored by the Home Design Counsellor. The Home Design Counsellor helps anyone who doesn't have time, energy or inspiration for new home and garden design. The wonderful Kate offers affordable packages depending on the client's needs and the size of their space. From accessorising to full makeovers to completely revamping your home, the Home Design Counsellor works entirely online. Some of the amazing services which she now offers are consultancy, aftercare, interior design, accessorising, paint and colour matching, anything to get your home a home. If you need some inspiration or some interior design advice, please contact the wonderful Kate at the Home Design Counselor on Instagram at the underscore home underscore design underscore counselor. So welcome to episode six of season three, and I am very, very, very excited to have Heidi Phillips Smith. Um, who is a barista artist from the London School of Coffee. Um, and thank you very much for coming on. This for me is like a little celebrity moment um, and I'll explain why in a minute, but good morning and thank you for joining me. Okay, thanks for having me. Um, so I first found out about Heidi um, through a friend who lived in London and we happened to find her on Instagram because we both were a little bit obsessed with the art that comes on our coffees and we're coffee snobs. Um, so that was probably about three or four years ago maybe and then one day I went to the opening of a coffee shop in Southampton, Portswood in Southampton um, and it called Muse and Heidi happened to be there and I had no idea and I got a little bit starstruck and I sat in the corner with my coffee and just watched her. <laughs> She didn't know this till this morning, um, but um, so I am very excited to have you on um, and talk everything coffee. So do you want to kind of introduce yourself, who you are, what you do and why you got into Barista Art? Sure. Um, I'm so bad at introducing myself, by the way. So I never, you I must never, be used to this by now. I know, but everyone's like, you always don't play yourself so much, Heidi. Yeah, don't do um, that. No. Um, so obviously my name's Heidi Phillips-Smith and I work at the London School of Coffee um, and I'm mainly like a latte art trainer there and I've competed in four national latte art championships and I've also competed in the world latte art championships in 2017 as well. Now people <laughs> yeah people will be amazed I think because I was I did a bit of reading uh, when we started talking and organizing doing this episode that it's even like a competitive thing. I know that lots of coffee houses take quite great pride in making sure that the tops of their coffees look incredible for every single customer that comes in. But I never knew that it was this big competitive sport. Would you yeah, know? yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, coffee. People, yeah, people actually do this to win prizes. Yeah. But, um, so yeah. how did you get into, how, like, okay, the history how did it start becoming a competitive avenue for people um I mean I don't know exactly like to the date when people started yeah, yeah. competitions but I guess it's quite similar to I guess it's like the coffee version of Bake Off okay yeah like, Bake Off's like a pretty weird thing it's like you're just watching people bake, bake. cakes yeah same thing but it's like just people making coffee so it's like um yeah but I think it's been around for like 
at least 10 years or so maybe even more it's become that. more apparent that it's a thing oh, probably over the last five years yeah definitely. Um, and I definitely think probably maybe in the last two or three it's become a real renowned thing for coffee shops to really focus on the artistry that is delivered to a customer when they have a coffee yeah 100%. Um, do you have you noticed the difference in the industry as you've gone through the last couple of years yeah definitely like I mean like when I first started out and I guess when I first started in coffee anyway, that's when kind of Instagram started to become like to become a thing. Yeah. And I guess that's when like you were seeing all the visuals a bit more and pe- more people were taking more care in like what their like coffees look like and their latte and whatever. Um, so then, yeah, I guess my mind's gone a bit. It's, like, gro- <laughs> it's just grown, hasn't it's it? Grown. It's, even for me. So it's weird, you know, um, at Christmas, I found um, the Orangery in Winchester they yes. did these um, specialist Christmas art on coffee. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm going there just so I can have Santa Claus <laughs> on my coffee. And I went just and, and I went there to have brunch and have drinks. But at the same time said, could I please order a cappuccino with a Santa Claus on it? And did you get one? <laughs> I got one. Yes. And it was incredible. There's a picture on my Instagram for anyone who wants to see. And they are, there's a few places locally for me that I love purposely because their artistry is so amazing but that place in particular they do all the color elements on if they were to like they did Santa's clothing was red his yeah. beard was white like all of the art and coloring that went into that and they did it in a, a matter of minutes and I was absolutely <laughs> mesmerized I was like how does this even happen and so that for me like was the like the next level I was like yeah. wow this is and then you start seeing that evolve in other places because obviously people see things through social media and obviously they want to be the best of the best yeah um, and you start to see it evolve again to another level 100% yeah I actually think my friend probably made you that Santa Claus <laughs> last year. oh my god this is <laughs> even better um, and if you're listening to this podcast your Santa Claus coffee was amazing oh yeah <laughs> so where did it start for you um okay from the start I guess I dropped out of college and didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life and was a bit kind of it was one of those moments where you're just like what do I do I haven't got any qualifications to anything um and so I really like coffee (laughs) well no this is the weird thing I didn't even really like coffee at the time I just like I just thought oh I guess it'd be kind of cool to like own my own coffee shop one day so maybe I should just start working in a coffee shop yeah (laughs) gosh so I got a job and then like I said like um Instagram was like becoming a thing then and then like I remember we in like the coffee shop I was working at the time we were all talking about this woman who had a cafe down the road and she could do latte art and it was Mm. just kind of like a myth and we weren't really quite sure like if it was like a thing which was real (laughs) yeah and so I was like oh that seems like really fun and like I was like posting stuff on Instagram and I was like oh this is quite fun like I was kind of artistic anyway Mm. and I liked art and I thought oh maybe I'll just try and see if I can get a job with this lady and try and learn something from her Mm. And so then I moved coffee shops, started working with her for a little bit. And then I was like, oh, there's this thing called London Coffee Festival. Like, maybe I'll go to that as well then. And then it just, I don't know, like, it just, the doors kind of started opening up for, like, lots of things. And I, I don't know, it's weird. Because, like, you just work in a coffee shop and you think, oh, there's not really much else yeah. to do. Like, you can't really go anywhere with that. But actually, like, the industry is, like, so much bigger than what it yeah Yeah. and you're like oh my god like there's so many more avenues like I I don't have to just like work in a coffee shop I can like there's loads of other opportunities 
Um, but then that's when I started seeing like all these competitions and stuff. And there was this one guy who was like my idol at the time, like Dan Tamang, who he's like based in Winchester. Yeah. Yeah, like the, yeah. Coffee lab. Yeah. And so I was like, Oh my God, I need to like meet this guy because he's like the UK champion. And I just need to like learn absolutely everything from him. And then weirdly, I went to London Coffee Festival with my friend for the first time. And it was like really, really cool. Got way too caffeinated. And basically there was this competition there. And I was like, oh, I can kind of like, I thought I was good at latte art then. I was like the best one in my shop. And they were like, you should do it, you should do it. So I entered it. And so I was waiting for my name to be called out. And they were like, oh, you're going against Dan Tamang. Like, and he's just won like the UK championships. And I was like, I was like, oh my God. I was like, basically set me up to fail. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. So I met him and I was just like, oh my God. And he was just like absolutely amazing and made my latte art look really, really crap. And obviously I didn't win. He like knocks me out in the rounds. Um, and then I think he went on to win, but I like messaged him after that. And I was like, oh my God, like. You need I to help really, me. I was like, please could I like get a lesson or something? I was like, I just really want to learn like how to do this. Cause it's like just so much fun. And, and then I had ended up having a lesson with him and then it just like, just went from there. And then I got a job with him uh just like learned basically absolutely everything and then he was like you should do competitions and stuff so he mm. competed in like the national championships and then yeah just like and then it just like rolled and and then you like, ended up going to world championships yeah so then basically so, I've come... so not only did I not realize this was a thing in England I didn't realize it was like a world so we're talking about coffee yeah. Olympics aren't we yeah. like... <laughs> yeah. it's mental yeah like I didn't even like really think I didn't really understand what it was until I like first competed but it's like quite a big thing and it's like really great to watch so like if you ever get the opportunity well I'm definitely gonna do that (laughs) so we have this thing called cafe culture which is coming up um I think it's like the third and fourth of September and they're hosting the UK latte art championships and it's in London so if you love coffee art and you want to go watch it like book a ticket it's free like you should go and watch it oh I am so looking at that if you like Santa Claus latte art, there's going to be like way more better things than that. Even, like, even in September, will they make me a Santa Claus latte? <laughs> um, oh. That's so cool, though, that there is that avenue for people who really want to make it as an artist in a different field. Because obviously we see so many like different competitions for artists who paint, for sculptors, for jewellers, all those types of things. And this is just another avenue of creativity for people to express themselves. Yeah, 100%. And do you see, so you work at, let's explain the um, London School of Coffee. I didn't even know that place existed either. <laughs> <laughs> so is this a school where people come and learn to be a barista or is this specifically to learn barista art? No. So the London School of Coffee is basically like anything you want to learn in coffee, you can learn here. So right. anything from if you want to open your own coffee shop, like mm-hmm. there's like a whole week course where you can learn how to start a coffee shop. Or if you want to, I don't know, be a, become a roaster, like to roast the coffee or like okay, start cool. your own roastery, you can learn that. So it's basically like, or if you did just want to become a barista uh, mm. or like you're just a home enthusiastic, like if you want to just learn to how do to do it for yourself. Out, yeah. Then like we have basically courses for all of those things. And then obviously latte art, if you want to do latte art, then you can use latte art with me. <laughs> oh, I might have to join. <laughs> yeah. But it's such a great space, like especially if like you're interested in coffee, there's like, loads of different things that you can learn it's so cool though that there is that avenue because like there's schools for everything now I mean I think there's somewhere in 
is it England or America where you can do a course in David Beckham? I mean, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like there is a degree in David Beckham. I mean, so anything's possible, really. Um, but mental. So it's so that. cool that there is a school that you can, for people who genuinely love coffee, whether it's to start a business or for their own like enthusiasm, they can actually go in and kind of get the skills to love it more, I guess. Yeah, 100%. And so you teach latte art there? Yeah, so I'm like teach latte art. I do all of like the home barista courses. So like people who just want to like, I don't know, like just make some nice latte at home or they want to like understand how to use their like coffee machines better at home. Mm-hmm. And I do all of that. And then also as well, I'm like an assistant there. So I assist on all the other courses and yeah. just help out. So that's like what you were saying when you realised you started working in a coffee shop and you didn't think that it would go very far for you or that there wasn't any other opportunity. Clearly, (laughs) clearly there is massive opportunity in working in the coffee shop. Yeah, it's mental because I really did. like I got this job in the coffee shop and I just thought, oh, my God, like, that's it. This is like my life. I'm just going to be doing this for the rest of my life. And I never really thought like I would... I don't know it's really weird like seeing where I am now and just mm. thinking oh my god like I've come so far <laughs> considering I didn't think I was ever really going to get anywhere. Yeah so you spoke earlier about um kind of the impact that kind of competing had on you about feeling not good enough and always kind of cancelling because you didn't have the kind of motivational were nervous about having to stand up in front of loads of people so has that been a struggle for you in your career is kind of worrying that you weren't good enough and didn't want to compete against people who you kind of idolize yeah like I think obviously competing anyway like to be honest like when I was in school I used to compete in like uh cross-country racing and stuff like that so I've always been a like competitive person Hmm. but like obviously that's a lot different because you're running in a field and no one's really watching you where it's like this is like really intense and you've got like judges watching you you've got people who like in the industry like you've got obviously people who are on like a higher level than you like all watching you and it's very very intense but I I don't know it's it's really intense but like we were saying earlier like when something makes me feel uncomfortable I have to I have to do it I have to push past doing it because the feeling of like not feeling good enough and not good enough to do things and feeling like uh, like disappointed in yourself. It's like yeah. worse than not doing something. Yeah, true. And I guess it's the renowned phrase of it's not about the winning, it's about the taking part. Exactly, 100%, 100%. And all and those times that you take part make you have the experience and develop yourself and gain the learning to get better. Yeah, 100%. I mean, like when I first started competing, it was about the winning and obviously like the more you compete you realize actually do you know what it's not it's mm. not about winning and just wanting to win is not going to make me win it like yeah. there's got to like you've got to have like a whole like you've, there's got to be like a bigger reason as to why you want to win something um so I definitely feel like after competing like four times and doing worlds that I've learned that it's not yeah. all about the winning it is about the taking part and just like being happy and like the, the general experience of being involved in something so big and incredible as like a world championship and meeting yeah. all those people and seeing oh, other people's amazing. art like I can only imagine that it's so incredible yeah and it's so inspiring like when you like me like I mean when I went to Wales and I got to like witness like all the world to like the top six in the world all the finalists like they were just incredible and it, you you realize you're like oh like I thought I was training hard these people are training like 
10 times harder than what I'm training and they're like on another level. And so it's just like really inspiring. So it's, yeah. Mm. So who worldwide are like the top people like in your, who do you admire or look up to? Top people. Other than Dan, because we spoke about him. Dan will always be my number one idol because he was like, he was probably like the main reason why I even got into Lata in the first place because he was like, one of the like first main people I followed on Instagram mm. but worldwide people oh that's such a tough question because there's so many good latte artists around the world um I guess like all of like the world champion like the previous world champions there's like Manuela she's like the she was the previous world latte art champion she's based in Italy she's absolutely amazing I don't know her Instagram tag off by heart yeah we can find it so her Manuela, um, I guess <gasps> there's. Oh, I'll put her on the spot. <laughs> you put me on the spot now. Um, or, guess... or it's probably more to the fact that she doesn't want to say names and not say others to insult people. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> no, I do have um... to work with these people. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's there's lots and lots and lots. There's yeah. there's many. All the all the previous world champions, like they're all super inspiring people. And like, if I could be anything like those people, then that would be great. So, what was your first piece of art you ever had to conquer? So, where like, do, is there like a, a baseline level of what you start with to get into barista or latte art? Yeah, like, so do you have you... to conquer the tulip or something? <laughs> You always start, so like when you're first starting out, you always start with like a heart or like okay. what we call like a monk's head, because if you can't pour heart, then you pour kind of like a bum. Oh, okay. Monk's face, <laughs> monk's face kind of thing. <laughs> so you do hearts and then you can kind of move on to doing like rosettas, which is kind of like the leafy fern kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then obviously you can do tulips as well. So they're like your baseline. And then from there, once you've got those three, you can kind of like move on to doing swans or you can do like more complex tulips or you can start doing inverted tulips or so there's once you've got tulips. these three there's a lot of styles of tulips <laughs> <laughs> what's the heart what so when you go to world it, i mean do you go with the tulip or do you go with something no. like go hard or go home you go you go hard <laughs> so, so what did you what did you go with like a spaceship so, <laughs> someone has done a spaceship before oh that was me having a joke <laughs> yeah you literally when you see like what some people do for world championships you'll just be like what oh God. like you thought hearts and tulips were good but basically like when you're doing like competing in national championships or when you're competing in world championships it's basically like a presentation mm -hmm. so you're just basically presenting to the judges something like a pattern you've created and so yeah. you can basically create anything you want but obviously you've got like a time limit and you've got a certain amount of drinks you have to make yeah so I was gonna say it's kind of like bake-off but I guess bake-off they only have a certain amount of time to make one cake but so you like, have to make multiple drinks in that yeah time, not just one yeah so you're so wow. like example like I think this year they're doing like a semi-finals round which is basically you have to make two identical lattes right. so you have like a pattern so example we could say a heart is one of the patterns so you have to make two identical hearts mm -hmm. and then you have to make another set of lattes so it could be tulips two identical tulips and then right. you have to make two identical macchiatos which are the, the smaller ones yeah and so you're basically just showing that you consistency. As a consistency you can like you've like owned these patterns and you've created them and you can mm -hmm. pull them identical and 
yeah but you have like a time limit to do it in plus you have to obviously have the flair and like have the presentation skills to kind of and you have to make the coffee and yeah yeah all in that time all in that time yeah so I think you have like eight nine minutes to do it in but um yeah so you can create anything you want so like lots of so I think one of the when the year that I went to Wales like a lot of the patterns I created like mine was a kind of like an insect inspired kind of thing so I made like a dragonfly and I made a butterfly and I'd created like a stag beetle um so that's what I did for worlds but like you can basically make like anything you want I'm impressed I mean I'm not I can't even get frothy milk (laughs) let alone some art on my coffee (laughs) I need to go to the London School of Coffee just to learn to make (laughs) one properly yeah please do yeah it'd be nice to have you here um so thinking about like move where's where's the coffee barista art world going like is it moving forward is it going in a different direction or is it just kind of stagnant in the fact that people just want to create consistently good latte art that is a very good question I always get asked that and I never really know what to say because I don't <laughs> I can't predict the future <laughs> no I know but it's <laughs> like a, an internal eyes I guess where do I think it's going um I do you see people getting more and more artistic with it? Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, 100%. Like, more people are, like, wanting... I I think, like, the standard is, like, gradually getting better. Mm. I think more people are wanting to do it. But it's just going to... I don't know. I just feel like it's a very slow process. Like, we don't have, like... I mean, in Asia, like, they have their own, like, coffee TV channel. Wow. it's like really big and they have like competitions like all the time they don't just have like national championships they have like local loads stuff. of like large up battles and stuff like that where it's like here we don't really have that no. kind of where it's like I feel like if we did have that more like more competitions more stuff going on then more people would be getting involved with it and mm-hmm. like the level would get higher if that makes sense yeah um but I don't know like I would love to be help to grow like the large up kind of industry oh, in the yeah. uk or in the world or whatever but um yeah maybe that's on my to-do list yeah add that to your to-do list you're very long to-do list um so you talked about um london coffee event that's coming in september yes are you participating in live latte <gasps> art is the question i know so wait, i have been asked so we have um obviously london coffee festival there's like loads of stands there if anyone is interested in coffee then they should go because it's such an amazing event um there's lots of competitions going on and there is a stand called the latte art live stand and they're like little workshops and demos from different like latte artists and baristas uh, from around the uk and i have been asked to do it but i've been playing it off for so long so I'm so <laughs> now's the time now's the time to say yes so I, i'm I, I really want to do it but i am super super nervous about standing up in front of however many people and yeah of course demonstration even though it is my job to do it and I should be able to do it but it's just always terrifying to do it when you think of all those people that you're inspiring all the students that you work with that will come and watch you be that person you put me on spot now (laughs) if you do it I'll come and watch you (laughs) that would make me feel so much better if you did that there you go you let me know if you say yes I'll come and watch you Okay, fine, deal, done. There you go. <laughs> um, so what is next for you other than that? What is next for me? Um, Are you going, is there champ? I know we've had COVID and everything. Are there championships coming up? 
yeah so we do have the i uh we do have the uk large art championships coming up in september that's going to be held at cafe culture i will not be competing this year because i just like decided that i have, uh, a, year have a year off and I'm decided I'm going to judge it instead. So I'm hoping, oh, cool. hopefully going to be selected for the judging team. So I'll be doing that. So it would just be like a different. Yeah, different avenue, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I'll be hopefully doing that. Um, but I might be potentially competing in a competition in Milan. Because uh, wow. I've just done my latte grading qualifications. Mm. It's a really big thing in Europe. And so they have a big like latte art battle kind of thing. And so hopefully if COVID situation's okay, I'll be able to go out end of October and compete in that. Amazing, not against the, the Italian. Yeah, uh, no, 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 not against her. <laughs> I definitely would not win if it was against That'd her. That'd be like another Dan <laughs> moment. <laughs> yeah, it really would be. Um, um, yeah, so pursuing that and then, I don't know, doing lots more courses at the school and... So how can uh, people, just quickly, so that the listeners know if they're kind of interested, I know coffee's quite a big thing now for people, how can they get involved in courses at the school or find out information? Um, so obviously head to the London School of Coffee website. We have an Instagram account. And obviously, if you just type in the word London School of Coffee. Um, and there's course information. Out. Yeah, all course information is there. Uh, or you can just drop us a message on Instagram if you're like not quite sure what you want to do or anything like that. Like there's lots of help for people cool. who can help out. I have a question for you. Yeah. <clears throat> As a person who can't have normal milk, yeah. Can you please advise me what milk I can use to make milk frothy that is not cow's milk? Um, I mean, I would always recommend, like, if you want to do, like, nice microphone milk and be able to do latte with it, like, I guess, like, the oat milk's the kind of best, best one. one. Because yeah. I've tried quite a few and they just don't have the fat content to yes, keep I it. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah, not great. Yeah, all, all the alternative milks anyway, they're like, you're ne- it will never be the same, same. As, like cow's milk. But like, for me personally, I feel like oat milk has is like the best, next best thing. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Oh, amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I've loved this half an hour of chatting. No, thank you so I much. I just want to make me. coffee now. Or <laughs> <laughs> to become an artist. <laughs> well, come have a class come have a class yeah I think I'm going to I'm going to put it on my bucket list and get it done but thank you so much good luck with um the coffee festival and competing later in the year in Italy and let me know if you say yes to Latte Live I am there yes you're coming I am coming I love London so yeah perfect right thank you so much enjoy the rest of your day yeah cool thank you so much Bye. bye